Hey, 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 as we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard to steer our way through. Beyond the norm and mundane are where unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. So today, we're going to talk about the topic. Well, the topic for today is called Transition. And for those of you that want a definition of transition or where we're going with this, uh, transition simply means the process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another. So if I could give you an example, it could be transitioning from one job to another job or a transition from you moving from one place to another place, uh, transitioning from getting a car to getting an SUV. You can apply it to many things, but we want to focus on today as far as transitions and how they can be um, very positive, but also negative in certain aspects. It just is just about us talking about how you can just take it all in stride because every good is going to have some negatives and all negatives are going to at least have a couple good points in it too. So it all depends on how you handle transitions. So with that being said, Mr. Marcus, I'm going to quit talking, but I'm going to ask you a question as far as transitioning. Yeah. What is one of the hardest periods in your life as far as transitioning and what was it and how did you go about it? Uh, well, I'm going through a bit of transition now uh, with things, but I'll talk about since this one is still in pretty much in process. But uh, I think the first time I, I think God, the first major one was probably like a little bit after college, maybe uh, maybe a little bit in college. And that's a good question, Joe. I definitely already. But uh, <laughs> I can remember I can remember a time where I started to uh, really be good at, you know, start to get it like thinking outside the box. And kind of realizing like professionally that I didn't quite fit in, which kind of helped me. But it also I think it's when you start to have conversations with people and you're not really able to relate with them. But it's not because you're regressing. It's actually because like you're just moving in a different direction. And it I think is weird. It's I think for me, just initially think about that's kind of weird because you're going into a place that you've never been before. So that's that's kind of the like the, the experience that did it for me was that. Like it was crazy. I remember going to this job interview and I started, I feel like I shared this before, but I went into this job interview and I just started like writing my own answers in. They have four options, but I write in the fifth, like telling them that this stuff don't work. And that's when I knew like I was on some other stuff. I, like, I knew I was on some other stuff. And I knew that it was important that um that's when I started to know, know like you you try to start need to at least, at least at minimum. Work on your own stuff when you got a little free time, <laughs> little free time. But I think that's probably the that's probably the first one for me. Just 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 experiencing, just um, like going from kind of being an employee, being being like you know a hundred percent like super employee, like I'm gonna do whatever you tell me to do, to actually being in a place where it's like, well, I can innovate, I can improve your systems, I can show you things that maybe you perhaps don't see. Um, now there's some I've overshot fooling around with that, but uh, <laughs> but um. You know, I think that that was the first one for me, man. What about you? Oh, man, there's so many. Um, but I think one that's a little bit different, but I think it could be relatable for some folks is 
moving back, um, you know, that was that was really hard for me. And uh, for a multitude of reasons, I'll get into it a little bit more. But, um, you know, initially when I left the house uh, about, I think, 17, yeah, left, went to school or whatnot, <clears throat> that transition was easy. You know, I was happy to get up out of here, happy to, you know, do what I needed to do. You know, I have no problems. And then all of a sudden I hit 20 was that 20, 25, 26, something like that? I think it was about 25, 26, no, 27, 26, 27 in that era. And that's when I decided to move back in with my parents. And that was a trust, a very rough uh, situation. Um, you know, I had some psychological things I needed to work out on my end as far as ego. You know, you've been gone all this longer time, surviving all by yourself, doing what you do. And then now you're kind of like going back where it all started. So it's almost like you felt like you uh, <laughs> fell off the ladder, so to speak, you know, and realistically, that wasn't the case. You know, people lose their jobs all day, every day. And it just happens. You know, it's just a small setback for a major comeback, as so as they say. But that's only if you keep working. If you don't keep working, then you can't say that. <laughs> but, but what I'm like saying. That. Yeah, but with oh, that, <laughs> but with that transition, though, man, realistically, um, that was really rough. You know, I had some other reasoning, some valid reasonings why I did. But the what what it really comes down to is it doesn't matter what those valid reasonings were. You know, it was all ego. It was all me. It was all in my head. Nobody was putting that pressure on me but myself. Yeah, you might have had some girls or whatever been like, oh, you live with your parents. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know. He can't fend for himself. So how can he take care of me? But, you know, that's nonsense, man. And, you know, when you're kind of younger and you kind of in that dating pool at that point in time and all that kind of stuff, you kind of let that go to your head because that's all you crowded yourself with around, you know, around yourself with um, at that point in time, my age, you know, I was very outgoing and stuff. So I just let that stuff kind of eat me up and eat me alive, which it really shouldn't have because it really didn't stop the progress as far as uh, me developing, um, myself from a professional standpoint but you know it's just like one of those things you know if you're going to keep feeding yourself bull crap you know what what are you going to produce and you know it took me a while to really realize that and um I kind of uh took some time during that those those allotted years to um actually you know get a real base going you know strengthen up my base Basically, what happened is I built this big base, left, did everything on my own, got two degrees, uh, was doing great professionally, personally, everything. Like, you know, you couldn't ask for a better son or better kid or, you know, a better situation. And then, you know, you fell on one incident or a few incidents and, you know, you kind of let those things kind of crack your foundation. And then when it comes down to it, they didn't crack your foundation. You cracked your own foundation just because you didn't build a solid base of who you were as a person. And, you know, that's one of those things with transitioning, man. Um, I don't care what situation you're going through. If you don't have a solid base, man, you know, you're going you're gonna to be flimsy through every situation. You know, I didn't see some of the toughest people break on the smallest transitions ever. I kid you not. Some people I didn't lived with, some people I was cool with, you know, they got all out of whack and out of perspective all because of one little minute thing. Oh, 
you know, I'm going bald, blah, blah, blah. And then just lost their marbles. And, you know, that transition is kind of rough for guys, for people that don't know. So it was kind just of get a the joke. Wig. Just get the wig. <laughs> they got the wigs. Just get the wigs. But, but, you know, with dudes, it's the bald thing, right? <laughs> with women, it might be the thing where I had a baby and I can't get my get back no more. You know what I'm saying? I don't look the same anymore because I didn't have a baby. So, you know, what I'm trying to say is with the transitioning, it all looks different for all of us. But if you don't have a solid base, man, you're definitely um, going to have a hard time with life. And I like the angle you're kind of coming at this, Joe, because mine's is kind of different. Mine's is more uh, professional, like just of course like how, it is. how is how uh, it's kind of lame. I say plus I I said I try to keep I try to keep true to the South Carolina Chronicles and say I can't <laughs> even go into until I get here, but just wait. In just progress, wait. I can't wait till you when unload this, on these folks. When this we could do, bro, we could do pause for a year just off this. This crazy stuff that's been happening out here, but but uh, but the reason I do that is because I I know I'll be able to provide it from a unique perspective on some in a different space. But but I think when we look at like how, how you kind of like sharing Joe, but like you know like things are going well, then you get hit with that like that blow, <laughs> like that hay like I call it a haymaker. You give it a haymaker and it just will knock you out, and it's it's kind of tough. I think it's kind of tough to get back up, and you have to deal with. I think the thing with these transitions, especially transitions like that, is that. You, I mean, you, you can't really like, you, you think that, you know, like what's going to happen and things are all good, like things are all good, but, but like, you have no idea. But, and that's the thing I think is that like your life could be going great till it's not. <laughs> and that's, that's really how it works. And I think it is like, Joe, kind of how you say, like, you got a good, like you had a good foundation, a good base. That doesn't, that doesn't keep you from still having to work through those issues. And I think that, like with like when something like that happens, I mean there's a ton of people like lost their job. I mean we, Joe and I've talked about it many a times. Like it was all good till the next day, and then yeah. you're out. You know, so I think that people don't like sometimes it's it's more about the people, but sometimes like you can get like you get hit with that major like that haymaker. It just knocks you out, and you have to do what you have to do to like to stay in the game. It might be listening to like podcasts like this or watching shows that relate like kind of relatable, like, like kind of how we, we kind of present things just to keep you in the game. And I think that when these things happen, like it's important to reach out to people. I know, I think sometimes like when things get kind of tough, like at least for me, I know I kind of always just kind of go into like a, like seclusion pretty much. Um, but sometimes that's what people do. But, uh, you know, I think that's when it's good to have just a good kind of circle of supportive people that will kind of like keep you at least level headed. But I think we have to acknowledge that, like, man, not every day is going to be easy. And we've all had some difficult seasons. And you got to be like, you just, you just got to like find a way to win. And I think that's kind of the, like the real tough thing with these transitions, especially like kind of Joe, what you're saying. Like, you, I mean, you were working. I mean, I was present. I mean, I was present. I knew what was going on. But, uh, you know, like you're working, you're not expecting to have to go back home. Like, like this, that's, that's the thing. Like, nobody's expecting or anticipating things to, like a circumstance to, you know, be created where you have to go back, like back to where you came from when you thought you've actually moved on from these places, you know, or you have to take a step back, maybe not make as much money, which is something I've had to do, not make as much money or take different roles or be in a different, like a living circumstance that isn't, isn't ideal, you know? And I think that, I think that that's one of those things where like you have to have like mindset and perseverance. And like you said, what did you say, Joe? What about a comeback, setback for a major comeback? Something like that, right? Yeah, I was just saying that minor setback 
uh, for a major comeback, but it doesn't mean anything if you don't put work behind it. Yeah. You can't say that if you didn't put the work behind it. But um, yeah, man, I'm glad that you said that because when you said knowing how to win, that really stuck with me when you just said that. And um, I think that um, after I kind of settled down and kind of figured out what was what, I started to realize that, you know, it really wasn't a setback. It was a kind of a win because there were certain things that I wasn't accountable for that I was for years. <laughs> so it gave me an opportunity to um in other lights, you know, it was just an adjustment. And that's the one thing about uh, one of the episodes we pre uh, previously recorded was reframing. You know, uh, it's about, you know, you have to realign your focus with what you're transitioning to. You can't have the same state of mind prior to your transition as, you know, because it's going to mess up your whole transitioning stage. You when you make a transition, you got to understand that uh, some of the things that you're holding on to, you potentially got to let go. And the reason why you got to let go is so you can um, do better, enhance yourself. And that was my problem. I couldn't let the old lifestyle go and realize that this new adjustment was the best thing for me, you know. Um, and it took some time to realize that that's not uh, nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to figure anything out right away in life, um, especially in stages of like big transitionings happening, especially ones that are unexpected. Like, you know, you just got thrown a curveball. Somebody just sucker punched you in the face. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's going to take a minute for you to be like, okay, what's really going on? What happened? And first of all, ouch, that really hurt. You know what I'm saying? And that ouch is the grieving part. You know, it takes a minute for you to grieve and let it not uh, put you into a situation where it's depression. You know, at any point in time, you know, depression can reoccur. You know, it could be triggers. It could be certain things. And that's why they say seek professional help so you can get back on your A game. Um, you know, I'm a full advocate of that. And, you know, that's just part of transitioning, especially when you run uh, run into bad situations. But, you know, that's why you identify the problems. You kind of work through them the best way you can. And you need to reframe your whole purpose. You know, you need to realign uh, what you're doing, how you're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And that all comes with time. It's not something that you're going to hit right away within just a few hours. This stuff takes time. It took me years. Years. So... Let that sink in. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, that's crazy. Well, so it's it's crazy that it takes years because I'm in this, you know, transition now. And it's uh it's just it's one of those things where you realize like the setback, like the the setback is what sets you up to make sure that these occurrences never happen again. Like you do everything in your power to make sure it doesn't happen again, you know. And I think that when we like when we really look at the transitions, like these transitions, these things where we get these major setbacks, like major setbacks. I mean, Joe and I both has like some major setbacks, you know, and it's like you have to keep things in perspective. But like Joe is saying, like if you like listen, if you gotta go get help, just go get help. Because the longer you spend in that, what is it, the sunken place? The longer you spend down yes, there. The sunken place. <laughs> the longer, the longer you spend down there. Like that, it just gets worse, and it starts to con like the, that. It starts to compound. It starts to compound on you, and you know the quicker you can get up out of there, the quicker. So you gotta go get help. Yeah, you know, talk to somebody. That has somebody hold you accountable. I mean, you have to do what you have to do, and I think that's just the acknowledgement, and that's just having the will to win. Because when that depression sits in, where that's tough, 
And then when it sets in, it's hard to operate normally. So when you, like I said, I think I've always said this is if you have a moment of clarity, if you have a good day, make the most of it. You know, that's the day maybe you call somebody for some help or go see, try to go see somebody or do something just to get yourself on the, like on the right track so you can push through and you can persevere. Um, Cause it's tough when you, you know, you hit these setbacks and you can go through seasons, just like Joe was saying, it took years. You could go through four or five months where you don't feel like doing anything. And then that's four or five months in a predicament, in a circumstance that you don't want to be in, but now because you've let it allowed it to draw you down so much, that's time that's lost for you getting back to where you want to be. You know, so that's that's one of the things that I really think about. And just um, like on the professional, like on the like the professional end, like when you're just like when you're pushing forward, you know, and there's like other people around you and you're maybe like because there's certain circumstances in transition where people are kind of holding you back from being like as great as you can be. And it's like, don't wait for these folks. Keep moving without them. And when you get there, wherever that destination is, if you still want them around, pull them up with you. But, you know, if they want that, but don't wait for it. You can't wait for these folks um, that are holding you back as you start to in a professional, just in a professional capacity. Like, just keep it moving. Keep it moving and don't wait. You'll find other people that understand what you're doing along the way. But sometimes when you operate at a certain level, you find yourself in rare space. It's harder to find people uh, to interact with. That's kind of where I'm at right now, but that's okay. Uh, and it's, it's one of those things where just keep doing what you're doing. It's either going to work or it's not, but you got to find out either way. <laughs> but, uh, but I like that. That's, that's just the, that's just the professional piece. Cause when you good, when you make it, you good, but yeah, it's ain't uh, much else to say after that. So, but no, like my, my thing is like, don't let, if you're in like a professional transition and you're really starting to make moves, you're starting to elevate, like don't let other people stifle your progress. Like keep doing what you do. You leave them, you dust them where you smoke them, smoke them. If they're really your people and they're good with you, they're real with you and they won't be jealous when you attain that success. And then they'll just run up with you, you know, but don't let these other people stifle you, hold you back from what you're capable of. Yeah, that's the worst thing you could be is a woulda, shoulda, coulda person. And that's one easy way to be a woulda, shoulda, coulda person by all the things we mentioned. You know, you've fallen victim to your own insecurities, your own depression or whatever situations, you know, your trauma, um, you know, or, you know, what as Marcus mentioned, as far as like um, looking behind you and trying to reach out and grab these people when you on a mission and you're not even there yet. Like, we're not saying forget about those people. We're just saying get to where you want to be first so you can bring them up to where you at. That's what he mean by that. So don't take that out of context, please. Get to where you're going first. Then that's how you help. You give back right when you get to where you need to be. You know, some people do have gifts and patience. Um, I have to be one of those people that do have patience and one of those gifts where I can aid, um, aid in the bed is what I like to call it. Uh, you know, people <laughs> that, that are struggling while I'm struggling too, you know, I just have that capacity for that. Most people don't. And I, I realize that that's, that's unusual, you know, um, that comes with leadership too. You know, there's a lot of leaders out there or people with leadership qualities where they're struggling, but, you know, they have enough capacity to help people and coach them through what they need to do while they struggle at the same time. 
you know, it's a specific talent or skill set, but I don't expect everybody to have it. Just yeah, Joe Nah, I was just say Joe Hill keep me in the game. I ain't even gonna lie. That, that's 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 a hundred percent. Just being honest, you gotta have people that, you know, enjoy life. So he definitely ain't in the bed <laughs> for sure. But but uh, yeah, man. Sometimes we just need people like that. And Joe always been running with me from. Hey, I don't know how many years it's been now, Joe, but but uh, like we need people like that. They just kind of be there with you, like regardless of what you kind of dealing with. So. Um, like, and that can have a huge impact, but that's, that's why you got to, I think that's why you got to make sure that we keeping quality people um, around us too. So I just been, I think I just been fortunate in that sense. I got just my circle of people that I interact with is just like the utmost quality. There's very few people, but you know, that's how I like it. Hey man. Well, I appreciate that. And likewise, man, definitely. Um, but yeah, as far as transitioning, this is my last piece and I hope you guys listen closely. Whatever transition you're going through and more than likely you're dealing with multiple transitions at once, make sure you take time out for yourself to really like think things through. If you need to sit down at a park by yourself, maybe you need to walk a dog, maybe you need to indulge in a little bit of a cigar or whatever, whatever substance, you know what I'm saying? Don't overdo it. Moderation, please. Um, You know, I don't, you know, I don't condone that. I'm not trying to promote any of that, but find your happy place. And once you get to your happy place, it's going to help you kind of cipher through these transitionings. Maybe you need to allow yourself to uh, go through all those emotions by yourself and which you probably should. So you can really identify uh, what's high on your level of priority list as far as um, getting things done. Um, I can tell you I'm in the transition of moving. You know, I'm in a transitioning of a new a new um, occupation. I'm in the middle of dealing with um, some other personal situations as well. And uh, probably got about four or five different transitionings happening right now as we speak. And they're, you know what I'm saying? They're happening right now. And, you know, from my word of advice is, you know, maybe you need to go to the gym or something like that so you can really process like, okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get through this? I can handle this on this day. I can do this, that third, a little bit of this, a little each day. So when that day comes from when you were going to move or that day comes when you're about to make that transition to your new job and whatever personal things you may have going on, like maybe you're getting married or something like that, you know, you can plan accordingly and make things happen for you. So don't overload yourself with everything, um, even if it's all hitting you out at once. Uh, make sure you do plan accordingly to space out your time. And that's all I have to say about that. Excellent. Well, just wanted to share uh, one of my, just a part of a verse from uh, Nipsey Hussle, Victory Lap, one of my favorite tracks. I can't say the name of the song because this, uh, this is it's a family program. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, nah, man, just he kind of, I remember I was just like driving, I was driving. And I was listening to I was listening to this track, man. It just like this little this little snippet in this song really like it, it really resonated with me. So I wanted to um, kind of just wanted to to share it and remember this the radio edit. So I ain't gonna say all the stuff he's saying. That thing. But anyway, he's uh like it just goes. He says uh you know pressure on your shoulder. How you gonna deal with it? Say it's uncomfortable when you transition, but it's so beautiful when you get rich in it. When you start killing it, and they all witness it. So, I mean, rest in peace, Nip- Nipsey also, but uh, like 
that really like I really connected with that. And I hope that connected with people that, you know, some of you guys that are listening to this episode. So just like right at those right out those transitions, because when you come out on the other side, everybody will be able to kind of see what you did and what you accomplished. But it's going to be uncomfortable. But we got to we just got to ride through the storm. So take care. Be safe. Peace.